Talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wiser. Did I hear a little Christmas music in the background or is it just Fight Club for Business? Was that me? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fight Club. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I may have been humming very softly some Christmas music. <laughs> All day, every day at my house already, people. Already. Oh, yeah. Our <laughs> is just, you know, the holidays started November 1st. So if you're not doing it, you're behind the eight ball right now. But welcome to Fight Club for Business, the show for home service business owners looking to improve their marketing, finances, systems, and culture. We're a team of self-employed industry experts, and we get to be joined this week by our guests, Larry and Eric from Supertech University. Super excited to have you all with us today. It's a pleasure uh, to be here. This is going to be, be wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Um, do you all just mind giving our listeners a brief rundown of yourself and your background in business? Sure. Eric and I uh, were college roommates back uh, oh. a couple years ago, not too long. <laughs> and uh, we stayed in touch over the year, and then we opened up a, uh, a restoration business. It turned out to be a restoration business, and we had that for well over 10 years, and then we sold that business, and now we have a company called Supertech University where we train technicians on soft skills so they can communicate better with the clients so that their self-confidence is higher, so they have just the capacity to, to do a better job training them in skills that most people don't even think to training them training them. And we did this in our business. So we took it from our business and now we're distributing it to other service businesses and it works really well. Many successful businesses are using our system. It's just five minute videos in the morning, dripping on technicians because technicians need feedback on what they do and, and direction. And it makes a big difference. This is so good. I'm, I'm freaking out over here. I got a big sweater on, but you can't see me dancing. I can't wait to hear about all of it because this is systems-based goodness right here. <laughs> totally. And we have some clients in the room, which is quite exciting as well. Yay! Yay! We do, and I have lots of things to share, but I'm going to wait my turn, I think. I'm going to let Kay get through her part before Michelle gives me the hook. Although, Michelle, that was all you. You got us out of order there. Sorry. <laughs> Just wanted to say hi. I love it. Love it. We love a little out of order day. The builders <laughs> love it too. So super excited to have y'all. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for new listeners or returning listeners to the show, my name is Taylor Maroney. I co-own a power washing company in South Florida with my husband. And my background is in marketing. Um, I guess I haven't used this in my introduction before. I am a micro influencer as well on social media. So that's really followers. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it pretty hush hush, but um, that's kind of my passion project as well as I get to run a Disney influencer page on Instagram and really learn how that can be start to transition into the world of business for small business owners. So super excited to be with y'all today and welcome back to Fight Club. I love it. I'm trying to type out my nice words and I am like having a hard time listening and typing at the same time. So bear with me. My name is Megan Likes. I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. My passion is educating and empowering small business owners to know their numbers so that they can live more financially rewarding lives. 
Aleson Likes Accounting Company, a full-service accounting firm where you can outsource all those nasty accounting tasks to me and my team, and we can help you get a handle on the numbers. I um, am the owner of Jeff Likes Clean Windows and Gutters with my husband, Jeff, and that's actually how I met Eric and Larry. Jeff was shopping at the huge convention, and every year, if you know our story, we we have a budget and Jeff has a shopping list and he goes and he finds the things that he needs. And, um, and I'm like a crazy person talking on at our booth and never at my booth. The booth always, always mad at me. I'm not my booth, but I got to meet Larry and Eric. And I just basically said like, take my credit card. My husband, if you, if you do what he says you do, we've been looking for you for years. Let's just sign up already. <laughs> yeah, up. You, Megan, you actually just handed me your credit card and said, make it happen and i and i, I love it i froze and went i don't know how we wrote my credit card i gotta find larry <laughs> yeah and then larry's like oh she's a d uh, i'll have you out of here in three minutes i feel like that's yep. the exact interaction that happened and i was out of there in five minutes and i promised larry that i'd be his new best friend uh and we'll see if we've if we've accomplished that task yet or not i will tell you that while we're talking my team is listening to eric right now um and i think that's super cool and they've been listening to Eric every weekday morning for five minutes for the past three Ooh. months. And I can't wait during the money section to share with you guys some of the results that we've already seen from implementing this as part of our morning routine. And, and also some of the practical tips of like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I need soft skill training, but I can't spare five minutes a day. I, we can talk through that uh, during my section too. But for now, I just want to say, I'm glad that we met at the huge convention. Happy friend anniversary. It's been three months and um, <laughs> welcome to Fight Club, Larry and Eric. Thank you. Thank you so much. And hi, everybody. I'm Michelle Myers, and I own Pink Collars, and we do systems, people, culture, money, all the things. We do finance, we do marketing, we do it all at Pink Collars, and we help you run your back office if you need help. Um, I am thrilled to meet you guys because I feel like we're going to have a lot of system stuff in common. Um, so if you want to outsource your office to us, whether it's a CSR, an office manager, or a dispatcher, we can actually find those people on your behalf and put them in your business. I heard something the other day, and it was called insourcing, and I'm now going to start using it for my business because I love that idea. It's an insource solution, and that's what we do. So welcome, Larry and Eric. I can't wait to talk to you. Oh, I like that. I like that term there, Michelle, insourcing. Insourcing. I know. It's a good one. I picked it up. Picked it I up. Do. Well, Martha's not with us today. She is traveling. So we are going to pick up for her at the end of the show and make sure we do talk some culture and people. Mm. Uh, but she is our culture expert and we love her dearly and hope she's traveling safe today. Um, but I get to steal y'all first and I'm super excited. We always start off with some fun marketing uh, jazz, I guess you can say. But um, to me, I want to talk to you guys about the technicians because I truly, I've said this multiple times in the show, I feel as though our technicians are the face of the marketing company when they are out in the field. That is who really drives that relationship marketing and networking with other um, home homeowners, I should say, in communities when they're out in the field. So what is y'all's opinion? Where do you even begin to start with teaching these type of soft skills when it comes to the marketing aspect for technicians? Can, uh, can I tell a quick story? This oh my gosh, this, yeah, please. This we is love how this, story. we were just telling this last night at, at, at the conference that we were at. So Larry and I used to go ride bicycles two days a week. That was where our owner's meeting was. We'd leave at like two in the afternoon and go ride the neighborhoods that we worked in, you know, very high end, you know, multi-million dollar homes. And we had grown 
pretty quickly. So we went from, you know, let's say four employees to 20, 25 in like a very short period of time. And Larry and I had become so just thinking numbers and growth and process and building systems that we didn't recognize that we weren't training the technicians on a lot of things. So Larry's pointing out, like we used to clean carpet at this house. We used to work at this house. We used to work at this house, all these million dollar homes. And it really bothered me. So the next day I went and after everybody went out the door and went to work, I pulled the office team in and I said, I want to listen to every callback that we've had for the last six months. So we started listening and taking our medicine and, you know, hearing what people were saying. And it's one thing to get one at a time, but when you all of a sudden you're listening to them back to back to back to back to back, you're, it hurts. And the thing that we noticed was none of the complaints were technical. It was, your guy didn't tell me when he's going to show up on site. Your girl walked across my lawn 20 times and made a cow path. You oh. blocked my husband in the, the mm. garage because you parked the van in the driveway without asking me. Like, it's all stuff like that. Like, you know, nobody told me that they were going to leave for the day. Right. Like, it was all just soft skills, like people skills. So we went and just went, okay, Larry and I used to be in the field. And we never had these problems, right? And they were actually better technicians than we ever were. So we're like, the missing link is the soft skills. They just haven't learned it. They didn't learn it at home. They didn't learn it at school. For whatever reason, it's irrelevant. So we just started doing these morning meetings, training them like, hey, if you're going to go to lunch, you got to go get the homeowner and say, we're going to go to lunch and we'll be back in 45 minutes. Or, you know, it makes them feel better. And we just started training all that stuff. And instantly, our business got better. Callbacks went down. Add-on sales went up. Wow. Uh, you know, referrals got better. That's really how this all happened. And so amazing. your point that your technicians are your marketing arm, I'm 100% in agreement with that because the happier that client is with the people that they actually interact with, the better they're going to refer us, the better they're going to give us a five-star mm -hmm. review on Yelp. It's just, it's self-fulfilling if you do it right. Absolutely. And that's where, for me, I, I joke all the time. I grew up in bars. Um, that's where I kind of learned my soft skills growing up as a kid, sitting at bars, eating maraschino cherries. My mom's been a bartender my whole life. And <laughs> it's true, though. We don't, as a society, we really haven't incorporated that into our education system, right? It's It's really whether you picked it up with your family, you picked it up and interactions growing up and things of that sort, but it has so much value when it comes to marketing and creating that relationship building with those clients. I joke because my husband can go out and sit and have tea and coffee with one of our clients in her home and just chit chat for hours. But transitioning that to our technicians is super important as well because we want them to have that same experience, right? As owners, you can't be out in the field all the time. You cannot be, you know, your technicians running the business, handling the marketing, doing all the hats. We need to make sure they have those same skills that we value and we enjoy having with our customers and building those relationships. Because to be honest, like I've heard Megan talk about it. It makes it makes her technicians feel good. Like it makes them feel really good when they build those relationships and that network with your clients. So what's what's kind of like one quick tip and we'll keep it kind of on the marketing realm per se 
that when coming to relationship building is something you always recommend to your clientele? Well, we totally you build up the confidence in the technicians so that they can perform the best service because, you know, as it comes back, the reviews and the, uh, the referrals and the repeat business are the biggest thing. And you got to tell your guys, this is what you're there for. A part of the thing is that Eric does real well as he explains why, because they don't have any idea that their behavior is marketing in the first place. And you could even tell them it's marketing, but until you explain why it's so important, why the client needs to be happy with how you act and, and how you behave. One of the biggest things we did whenever we went to a, to a house or a water job or a carpet job, we'd call on the way there Say, hey, Mrs. Jones, you want to get a cup of coffee? We're stopping at Starbucks. Can we get you a cup of coffee? And they were like, oh, this the, the guys were uncomfortable with that until we explained to them that their day is going to be so much better and the client's going to be so much better whether they say yes or no. And 95% of the time, they never wanted anything, but they were much more happy with the team when they got there. And that was a good example, just teaching them more than offering it to the client, making a difference. The technicians were empowered and realized my behavior is going to affect how this job goes. That's beautiful. And you're really putting the client first too, right? You're teaching them to really lead with the, I'm here for you and I want to serve you and I want to take care of you while I'm in your home. And definitely given the service you guys were in, you were in the home for a, a decent amount of time. So offering that cup of coffee and offering to be able to spend time with that client prior to just jumping into the job is so important. And honestly, if I was called and asked if I could have a cup of coffee while someone was coming to my home to perform services, that would be a chef's kiss because I'm on my third cup today <laughs> and I probably could talk to you guys about this quite a bit, but I know Megan's itching to talk about finances and how this has really impacted her business and at Jeff Lake's Clean, Clean Windows. So super excited that you guys spent some time with me and talked about the importance of soft skills and marketing and I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Ooh, that was like synchronized. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, we've been practicing. We've been doing this a long time. Are you in the same room where you're like facing each other right now? No. Not at all. No. no. We always struggle when we're together. We're like, we can't be near each other on Fight Club because then it's too complicated with the tech. You guys are near each other, like probably at the same hotel. Um, usually I give you a menu of questions that I want to have answered, but first I'm going to be rude and just make you sit there awkwardly while I say nice things about you, because I feel like that's probably you, Megan, you run with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, I, I want to just talk about what I've noticed because I'm a data nerd. I, I drive all my decisions based on data, especially in my window cleaning company. And I, I didn't really have that same aha moment that Eric did. I didn't I didn't say like, oh, we're getting a lot of callbacks or oh, our returning customers aren't using us or oh, we have this lack. I like I hadn't thought of it that way that it was soft skills training that was lacking or missing. What I had known and noticed was that for team building, I wanted us to have a daily meeting and I wanted us to have an organized daily meeting. I think that since the history of my company, every day we have a toolbox talk where we look through the schedule, we talk about the jobs that are coming up for the day. We talk about who might finish early and who should go help who and what equipment should get loaded up. And it was never formalized. And it bugged me because I felt like it wasn't duplicable. When Jeff was out of town, Bryce did it. When Bryce was out of town, Alec did it. When Alec was out of town, Christian did it. And and I don't think any of them did it the same way. And I really wanted to add in like a safety component to that. And I really wanted to add in a customer service component to that. 
And my aha moment was uh, our top painter in our in our area, Jerry Brooks. If you're watching this, I'm still sorry. Uh, he had he had his window cleaning scheduled, and there was like a comedy of errors that happened to that job. And this guy sends us, you know, probably 10x the normal amount of work on an annual basis. And he was having his personal house done that he had won as a gift certificate at one of our local charity auctions, which is a way we like to market. And and we had to have this meeting with all of the team, which never happens. I don't talk to the technicians. I kind of sit in my little office and I kind of tell Jeff to do this and Bryce to do this and Cass to do this. And I don't usually interact with the technicians unless like I go to a party or I'm bringing them bonus checks or something. That That's my job with the technicians. But I was really upset with what would happen about this job. And so we, we ran through, we had like an all hands meeting. We had three meetings that week, three meetings that week. And I said, okay, I want you to think about this from Jeremy's perspective. And the, the technicians, they kind of unwound. And I was like, do you understand that you interrupted his day six times? And do you understand that he had to call us four times? And, you know, it, and he was just trying to get his windows cleaned. Like he had every year for the past 15 years in the history of our company. And so this is what brought to our awareness, like communication training, soft skills training, customer experience training. So Jeff's at the huge convention looking for, he has his monthly safety meetings through Michael Draper. We love expert safety system. That's great. That's a system that we were able to implement that Jeff was able to execute on. And we knew that we are running a safer company, but we didn't have any other training. And so Jeff comes to me and says, I found this training. It's five minutes a day. I think you would love it. And it goes over all these areas. And I'm going to let you guys talk about what the areas are that you go through. But I'm going to talk about first what happened. What happened was uh, we had our first five-star week. All of the surveys came back to us with five stars. In the history of 15 years, we've never had a five-star week. We, we, ha we typically have higher than 4.5. So we're, we're pretty close to excellent. But we had never had 100% excellence on our survey results we had a 100% conversion rate week. Mm. That had never happened in the history of my company. We have done some really cool things with your super tech university. And, and here's what I love. Here's the magic of what I see. Eric is just like Jeff. I mean, mm. maybe not, but you know, you wear a hat. <laughs> We're like the same beard. size. You're <laughs> a nice guy. You use regular everyday language. You're not wearing a suit. You're not sitting in a corporate boardroom. You're not talking about water cooler talk. You know, you are talking about what it's like to be in a field service business, to spend a lot of your day in a truck or in a van and to be going into people's homes. And there's there's something about feeling seen and heard when mm -hmm. you have to listen to somebody like that. What I had done in my company is I did communication training. I did empathy training. I did soft skill training. I did um, how to overcome adversity training. I'd done conflict resolution training. We already had all of that implemented in Jeff Likes Clean Windows, but only at onboarding and taught by a suit. And there was something magical that happened when we brought it into the daily discussion and we put somebody like Eric in charge of that education. Now, I love this because I had only met Eric once. Like Eric, we don't, we never talk. Larry and I text like once and then he figured out it was my phone number and then we don't, we don't text anymore. No, <laughs> no. Okay. I got a text for you right afterwards. You're okay, all good. I can't wait. <laughs> I have a feeling that bodes poorly for me somehow. No, no, you're good. You're good. But this, but this was, this was the cool part. Like I was able to implement you, integrate you directly into my culture and my guys, they like you and they listen to you and they ask things like, where does Eric live? Like, when mm. do you 
they feel this way about Martha's people too. Uh, Monica and Nathan are in one of our chats and they're just, they're the same thing. What do you call this? Insourced, Michelle? Okay. Insourcing. Yeah. We've insourced yeah. into our culture Amen. and it's made huge <clears throat> impact. So I think now we have to, I have to stop talking. I have to get off my soapbox. Um, <laughs> and I want to talk about maybe the financial aspects of investing in our team this way. Have you guys noticed that turnover goes down? 100%. Yeah, yeah that's wow. the feedback we get consistently. So in, in our industry, water damage restoration, which is very hard, it's 24-7, you're crawling under houses and sewage. I mean, this is not an easy position to fill. Average technician turnover in our industry is six months, meaning they come in and they actually don't leave the job. They leave the industry in six wow. months. We were keeping people 18 months plus. Yeah. So if you start doing the math on that, it's huge because it, it's like uh, the industry average is like, I, I believe, don't quote me on this. It's like 160% of their yearly salary is what it takes to replace a mitigation technician. So, you know, average, you know, average, you have 10 techs a year, you know, you're, you're going to, most companies are probably losing eight of those people. So think how much that costs. We, we were keeping people for years and we had mitigation techs for three years, four years, five years. And, you know, it's not an easy position to fill because you have to send them to school. They have to get certified. You have, I mean, there's a lot of that goes on there. And to, we're in people's homes in our industry when they are at their worst. They just had a water loss, a fire loss. They found mold. The, the client is not in a good mental state to begin with. So our technicians would take a lot of their angst on because they're surrounded by that all day. That wears on them. So we used to talk about stuff like that quite a bit, like how to make their day better because then in turn, it makes the technicians stay better and they, they enjoy their job more. I was at um, a rotary meeting last night and uh, it was like a, a special sub meeting and two of the guys had had their windows cleaned in the past week. And they told me like the identifying features of their technician, they were different technicians and they told me why it was a great job. And just like you're describing, they were not talking about the windows. In fact, I saw a streak last night and I'm going to have to send my team back because I noticed a streak. But the guy was thrilled. <laughs> he was happy about the streak. He was thrilled because they, well, you know, he was so friendly and it just felt like they knew my house better and they were really personable. And, you know, they're building rapport with, with the clients. The tips go up. So the technicians are happier because they're making more money, right? As an owner, my average ticket has gone up because you're teaching them how to sell. Until we met you, they were terrified of the word sales and they had threatened to quit because they were not hired to be salespeople. That, that is, they were hired to be window cleaners. Um, so, and our conversion rate is going up because what we've done is we've brought our office manager who lives in Georgia, she runs your super tech meeting. So she sets up the Zoom room. We have the normal toolbox talk where we're literally, we're still running out of tough shed, guys. They literally load up all the trucks from the shed and they load up the vans and they get in their teams of two and they get in their van and then they log into a Zoom room and Cassie gets to greet them. We've never had a good way for our office manager to be part of that morning meeting. She greets them, she you know does her little happy thing and then she starts the super tech meeting. And then Bryce, our new general manager, Bryce kind of downloads it and he brings it back home to maybe a job we did last week or we do a job we did yesterday or a job that we're gonna do today. He makes it relevant to Jeff Likes Clean Windows. 
and then they go off on their day total from start to finish. It's less than 10 minutes of that Zoom meeting. But what happens is we've built this team that is all about the customer. It's mm. all about customer experience and it's all about working together. So um, I don't have results about turnover, but I do know that my hard costs of hiring a new employee is over $5,000. Um, and I know that my turnover rate three years ago before Martha Woodward was 300%. Last year it was 120%. I'd love to see it drop below 100% in the next 12 months with Super Tech University. So fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Callbacks, well, when you have 100% excellence, callbacks have gone down dramatically, which is very cool. Uh, even though I'm going to send the guys back to fix that streak from yesterday. That's huge. Conversion rate. Cassie is now, you're building Cassie up. You're doing a little bit of CSR training because those soft skills, she's going to have more confidence in her technicians now. When she's on the phone selling a job, she understands that her techs just had a whole discussion about how they shouldn't park in the driveway and how mm. they should be burping and farting and cussing and how they should be walking <laughs> on the grass. You know, the stuff that we think is common sense Eric is teaching my team every single day. It is not common sense. No. My team dynamics, they know each other's disc profiles. Ooh, it's good. Something very eerie happened where they're all alike. They're, there's a very <laughs> profile that we've been attracting in our company. Are they, are they all S's? Yeah, kind of. There's a lot yeah. of S's. Is that they pretty typical? That corner. Yep. Oh, very typical. SC or CS or most technicians. <laughs> S yeah, and right? C's. So you know what yeah. that does for me, though? Now I just throw disk profile into my assessments and I should be recruiting S's and C's for that position. Yeah. Megan, that's what that's we, that's so what we cool. did. And I think that's one of the reasons that we didn't have turnover that was so high because as we learned these skills ourselves, we started applying an ideal disk profile to every single position in our company. So during the interviewing process, we could already figure out if they were probably going to be a good fit for that position or not. And, you know, DISC, when you have, especially, you know, a group of young males who work together every day and doing hard things, there's sometimes conflict. No. DISC is really good at overcoming conflict, making it less personal. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, they are stuck in a truck together all day and they don't necessarily get along and you're teaching them conflict resolution, but better than when I had a suit doing it at onboarding, you're doing it like on a Tuesday when maybe on Monday this bad thing happened and you're doing it every week talking about disc profiling. You're also yeah. talking about it with how they interact with the customers, like how close are we going to stand? How are we going to come on? How are we going to mirror their body language? That's also applicable on the phone. Cassie is just eating that up. She's loving it because she can now mirror based on voice as well. Um, I, I also think that if you've identified that S's and C's tend to make the best technicians, that the training is geared for them. You're well, speaking their language. You're not talking to me super fast, hitting me like with tons of data in the first two minutes. You're talking to them the way they like to be talked with. Right. So when we started this process, Megan, I'm a I'm a DC, but okay. but at heart yeah, I'm a so technician. He's the polar opposite. He used to so scare kind all of, the yeses. Yeah, the in the early days, I would scare everybody because I was just so intense, and I had to learn. No, 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 no. That's not who my people are. So I have to change the approach. So when we first started doing this, we didn't really know how to go about it. So I went to John Maxwell and got John Maxwell certified. I'm like, oh, this is going to be the fix, it, you know. And I came back, and, and this speaks to, like, you saying how I'm like them. 
and I started doing it like just like straight out of the book with Maxwell. And they actually came to Larry and said, make Eric stop doing this. Like he's freaking <laughs> us out. He's, he's freaking us out. We can't, one of the managers. Too many goals, said, too much expectations. This isn't yeah. good for us. So I, I was crestfallen. Like I, I had put all my energy and effort into this and I just sat down one night trying to figure it out. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm a technician. I'm them. I'm no different. I have the same things. I have the same issues. So I just came in the next day and just started talking to them in the same terms that we talk about everything else, but we just added the teaching component to it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I, Michelle's going to, it's going to be her turn in just a minute. What is your, what is, what is the thing that you love seeing the companies implement when they become super tech members or students? Like what is your favorite takeaway that you've seen or your favorite success thing that they've tweaked? It's definitely the disc. Yes. People don't realize what it is before you're getting into it. They're like, what's this stuff? And I find so many businesses that are clients that overlook it. And then I go on a lot of on-site visits because I've been traveling around seeing and I'll do a, a disc lesson and get them engaged and spend, you know, five, 10 more minutes longer educating them. And then they're just hooked on it. And they're like, you got to come back. You got to come back because it makes a huge difference in their culture. It just changes the whole culture for the better. And they understand themselves. It's more self-actualization, self-understanding than anything. And then once they can do that, they can apply that working with people, mimicking behavior, like you were saying, with the client and then with the owners and with each other. Because, you know, like you said, they're with each other in the truck all day long. And when things go smooth with each other, it's going to come out towards the clients. The clients are going to be happier. If the yeah. team's happier, you have a good culture, everything goes better from there. So that's what we try and influence the culture with DISC. And nobody expects this to happen. I tell them and I get the blank look. Oh, yeah, sure. That's going to happen. I'm like, no, no, no. Give it some time. It's going to happen. And then and here's, the races. here's my very, very data-driven way of measuring happiness at the workplace. Uh, <laughs> it's not data-driven. I do. Uh, I follow everything that Martha Woodward tells me to do. And Martha Woodward told us a long time ago, we have to survey our, our employees on a weekly basis on a scale of 1 to 10. How much did you like your job this week? And what's one thing we could have done differently to increase that by one number? So we ask that every week and it's very good because we know when somebody's burning out, we know when somebody's unhappy, if they go from an eight to a six, something dramatic happened that week, right? And it doesn't seem like a big shift, but for us, we keep a pulse on that. And by we, I mean our office manager, our general manager, but here's my systematic way of, of seeing if they're vibing, like seeing how, how the culture's feeling. Watch when your technicians show up at work, watch them walk up to work. Do they walk up? Is their head high? Are they smiling? Are they alone or are they with their coworkers? Did they wait for so-and-so to get out of their car and they're walking up together? Are they joking? Are they laughing? Are they smiling? When those things happen, that means you've had a breakthrough. And I think mm. that, that, that we have had a breakthrough in our culture just in the past three months because our team feels invested in. They feel more confident. They feel mm. like this is more than a window cleaning job. We've been pitching this as a career for three years, but I think until we started adding in continuing education on a regular basis, before we started talking about like other things, now we talk about money, we talk about budgeting, we talk about goal setting. Mm -hmm. We're open this door for us to be able to really make this a career. 
And I'm excited to talk to you guys next year at the huge and be like, okay, so here's what happened to my turnover rate, you know, and here's what happened <laughs> no. to my callback rate. We and, want that data. Yeah, and here's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. great marketing. This is, this is an amazing testimonial. We appreciate it totally. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But but I think that that's the magic of Super Tech University. So it's so much more than a daily toolbox talk. It's so much more than soft skill training. It's really insourcing this way to to improve culture. So Michelle, I'm sorry I ran a little long, but I did I did okay. on his toes a little bit. Can, can I, I just it. say? Can I just tell one quick little story please, before yeah, we move please. on? Yeah. So, you know, talking about investing in them, Megan. So we had been doing the meetings every day for like a year and our culture had completely changed. All the things that you're saying had happened with us and, and our business, you know, you wait for your money from the insurance company. Like you might wait 60, 90, 120 days. And we had two, you know, three huge commercial jobs in a row that just like wiped out our cash reserve. Right. Cause we'd paid all the labor up front and Larry came to me and he's like, we can't do the morning meeting anymore. We just can't afford it. We've got 30 people. We, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, that's this much an hour, you know, we work, they know everything already, <laughs> you know? So reluctantly we, we kind of took it away because we were stressed and within days engagement went down people were moping no add-on sales were happening you know, because what were we telling them money's more important than you are to us so we literally had i told larry i'm like i don't care how much this meeting's costing us it's costing us more and lost opportunity mm -hmm. and you know yeah, so we and went back and we terrible. sat everybody down in a morning meeting and apologized profusely and said we will never not invest in you again literally as soon as we did that upsells came back Callbacks wow. went away. It shows you you have if they don't feel invested in, they're just not going to be engaged. Well, then it's just a job, right? It's just a job, and now you as an employer are a commodity. They can trade you out for the next highest bidder, right? 100%. When we're just a job, it's really hard to retain. But when we're a career, a career that's people driven, people focused, yeah. then it's a totally different ball game. So. Yep. Yeah, I love it. I have a couple of people I'd like to introduce you to, so I'll do that <laughs> offline. But Jonathan, if you're watching this, meet your new best friends, Larry and Eric. Uh, <laughs> and Jonathan, I'm going to Michelle, you. who I know is just nerding out about agendas and systems. I and am freaking stuff, out. So. I'm actually trying. My phone is right here. I'm thinking, can I buy the program so I can get in the back end like right now while we're talking? Um, but I'll just ask you, you all can. the questions. <laughs> okay, I'll ask you all the questions before I do that. Um, so I also, it's funny, Eric, you mentioned John Maxwell. I also took that class um, with an operations person in my company. And it's funny because it just didn't hit my people. I, so I get it. Whatever that was, it was so much different language linguistically. I think it just didn't quite land. And so I, I, I feel you there. So I'm glad you saw that and created something so powerful. Tell me, it says six to eight minutes. Tell me how the uh, emails or the, the lessons are delivered. How do you get them every day? If you're the tech in the field, how do they arrive to you or do you log in? How does that work? So what you, the, you're emailed every day at five okay. in the morning, you get an email with the lesson right. in it. And Monday Beautiful. is personal development. Tuesday is in-home behavior. Wednesday is DISC, self-awareness skills. Thursday is service and sales. And Friday is a quiz. So there's some 
accountability. Oh, into it. okay. Yeah. I was just getting there. You got to do that again. I yeah, do that again. I that was so good. Not, yeah. So Monday personal development. Tuesday Monday's is self-site behavior. behavior. Okay. Wednesday behavior. is the disc self awareness. Thursday is the sales and service lessons, and Friday is the quiz and the accountability. Got it. And the short lessons they're five to seven minutes each, just to drip on them because many technique, many all of us, you know, our attention spans aren't that big so if you just drip on them every yeah. day a little bit of data and information a lesson that goes you know a long way so that's pretty much the system and also they can be texted to the technicians because during covid we were just like oh my gosh nobody's meeting this is going to be a problem and yeah. many many businesses don't meet in the morning it's just how they're they're structured so we can text the lessons to the technicians <gasps> in the morning and they get them and they can watch them as well and that has been very functional for and that system's working great as well so oh we okay. need yeah. we need help with that sorry no, i need that i know <laughs> the top four leadership team was out of the office for two days a couple weeks ago and jeff was like recording like he woke up early luckily we're in the right time zone and he like recorded his phone of eric and then he like sent it out yeah. the boxer <laughs> channel and then he did the it was like very labor intensive so we need a tutorial about we that we can help with that very. that's no problem <laughs> okay so if they, get all four, <laughs> if they get all four, tell me what that little test looks like and maybe how long that takes. And does it cover the four things from that week or is it more comprehensive? Like, tell me what that Friday lesson looks like. Uh, so yeah. in the, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Larry. No, <laughs> yeah. So the Friday, it just reviews what the lessons were that week. And I watch the lessons every week because I put them into the system. So Sometimes Eric hits on, you know, you hit on, you know, the minutes, those little lessons you hit about each topic about a minute or so. It's just a review. And sometimes those are really powerful. You know, it's just the connection with the technician. Sometimes not paying attention. Sometimes you say something that makes a difference. So they just get those quick tidbits of the, what happened that week. And then it's just a basic for, it's nothing difficult. And mm -hmm. it's, you're not going to fail the quiz, but it yeah. just makes, if you're paying attention a little bit, you're going to be able to pass. So, and I, go ahead, okay, Michelle. So yeah, please. Friday, Friday, I do a lesson that's about like three or four minutes where we do a quick review of the four lessons from the previous days. And then usually one question for each day. And then like the last one, we have five questions will be random. So you're okay. seeing the whole culture. I would say something to somebody, one of our technicians, and Eric could come and say the same exact thing, but he would connect with him so much better. That's how he became the tech whisperer. Well, it, it all comes down to this. So Larry's a very high eye. He's all over the place. He's fun and lovable. And I'm a linear thinker. So like we're going to explain not so lovable things. So much. Different. I'm not as lovable. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I know it, so I'll own that. You know, I'm task driven. So we're gonna explore that's how this all like like I was given the nickname the tech whisperer by one of our technicians years ago. We still use it because Larry would go check a job mm -hmm. and then he would be like sitting there at a whiteboard trying to explain to my team what they need to do. And it would just be <laughs> all over the place. And they'd all kind of like turn around and look at me like 
are you going to help us can out? You help here, us? Here? <laughs> can you help us? Can you translate? Can you translate? Yeah, so I'd walk up and be like, you're going here and doing this. You're going to go do this. You're going to go get these supplies and bring them over. And then you guys good? Yeah, we're good. And they just go. And uh, Larry would be like so angry. Like, that's what I said. Like, yeah. <laughs> not really. It's not, not a, so it's not. It's not what you said. It's how you yeah. said it. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And it's so good that you guys have identified that with one another as a team so that you can really strategize on who's better poised to do what thing. Okay, I got one question. The verticals that you mostly work in, we met you at the huge convention. So I know that, you know, outside washing, exterior cleaning, window cleaning, all of those probably roof cleaning. Are there any industries that you don't really speak to? Or is it pretty broad that it could be for any vertical? Anyone that goes and rings a doorbell and does service work at a home or business is pretty much so plumbing, Beautiful. HVAC, electrical, really? pest okay. control, landscaping, window washing. I mean, it's pretty broad. We even have like auto body shops that even though they don't go out, it's kind of the same experience for them where the people bring the car. Yeah, um, interesting. It, it's it's really it's service training it's yeah, for technician it's so types. Good. So good. So good. Okay. Um, that I think is all I had. I totally dorked out about the, uh, about the test. I am excited about that. Do you get the results back on each one of the technicians as they complete the test? And then as the owner, do you get to log in and see kind of how they score and what they, what they retained? Is that possible no, that, or no? That's going to be uh, super tech 3.0 when we have the test online. Well, it's funny, Michelle, that you said that because Larry and I are at our yearly business planning retreat, and that Yay. was on the docket, like to take it to the next level. What do we need to do? So yeah, I love that. That. Lots of thoughts. If you want to pull an audience member, <laughs> we have we have lots, no, we, lots we, about we these like, teeny we tiny like tweaks. Um, we there's another. So, like, you guys have served a market that I don't think I think has been completely overlooked. This idea of soft skill training. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like learning management systems or like internal learning, management, I feel like there's lots of different products out there. So, yeah, if you guys would like my thoughts, beware. <laughs> um, there are ways that, that we could build this into our existing infrastructure a little bit better. Uh, we use Breakthrough Academy as our mastermind group that we learn from in our window cleaning company. And they're mostly made up of roofers and things. And we've been implementing some new, you know, like... Um, position specific training. So this mm -hmm. idea that like, hey, we'd like to give you a promotion to a lead technician, but we need you to develop these skills first, or we need to work on improving these skills first. And you guys have, I mean, how big is the library? Well, how the library is about 825 videos so far yeah, for technicians wow. only. But yeah. just so you wow. know, so we're also and you could curate this like onboarding experience for a new technician. You could curate an onboarding experience for a lead tech position. You could curate mm. an onboarding experience for, you know, like pretty much any position in the org chart. You already have the videos. Yeah. Wow. We have some other offerings coming out in 2023 too. So Ooh. I'm already like 25 <laughs> videos in for service manager leadership training. So it's what you just said, Megan. It's like, because we've all done this. It's like, I need a service manager because we're starting to grow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take my best technician and make mm -hmm. he or she the service manager without any of the requisite training to become a service manager or not even thinking about their disc. 
And then what happens? You took somebody who was a A player and they're put into a position where they don't know what they're doing and they start failing. And then the team can't stand it because they're not getting the leadership they need, which don't ask me how I know. Wait, this yeah, happens. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> listeners, raise your hand if Eric's talking to you and you feel seen, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like pretty much that is the story of Emith, right? We all we all start there, technician yeah. mindset. And right. it's really hard to build yeah. those soft skills that make a good manager, a it good leader. And so as we're growing, as we're watching our industries break through these million dollar ceilings, like, there's a new there's a new of space in the market for you there to help build up middle Mi Michelle and I've talked about this a lot middle management training doesn't exist no. sea level it's training impossible. exists it's impossible well that's the it's thing. impossible that's, to find that's the thing like when we looked around at the marketplace when we started supertech we were just like cuz Larry and I have been heavily invested in getting training for ourselves for years <laughs> so we're showing yeah. up we're a lot, I mean, Megan, I know you're doing that like all the time, right? So like we were, we're a lot like that too. And we'd show up and it was always the same owners and managers, owners and managers. And once in a while, a project, uh, an estimator. And we're like, there's no training for the people who actually add up to be the bulk of our company. I mean, you go to a, a local service business, it's usually 10 techs, two office people and an owner or something like that, you know, and there's no training for the 10 techs. That's insane. And not only are they the, you know, the main bulk of the company, the face of the company. At the end of the day, when you look at it from a perspective of who's in front of your clients the most, who's in front of your potential clients the most, a lot of times it's your sales and your technicians. And it's so important that they have that training because like we said, it doesn't come naturally sometimes. They don't get that growing up. They don't have those experiences. I guess they don't sit at bars like I did when I was five years old and eat maraschino cherries. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things where investing in them, like it's, this is just, like I'm such an emotional person and the <laughs> ladies know, I get so emotional thinking about the investment you're putting into your employees and being able to give them that opportunity to grow as a human is something that is so impactful and something yeah. that they can be able to hold on to and carry on from job to job and crying, thinking about it. Like yeah. it really is something that's so impactful for them. And you guys are giving that to the community. And, and I'm using it as my recruiting strategy now. I'm yeah. telling them, I'm like, you're going to learn things here that you're going to take to the rest of your life. That you're going to and you're going to take to your next job. And we're going to talk about your next job here. Yeah. We're going to talk about <laughs> your dream job, right? We're yeah. going to talk about what do you want out of this to get to where you want to go next. Yeah. We even have lessons on how to quit. There you go. Because beautiful. We, and you know, the, the ironic part is it's counterintuitive. If you teach them how to quit, they, they don't quit. <laughs> so we were getting, I don't know if anybody else, we would literally get, you know, younger people send me a text or Larry a text at 5 a.m. and say, I'm never coming in again. And we're just like, what have we done to it? You know, offend this person so much and they hate it here. And, and it wasn't, they just didn't know how to quit. Yeah. Like they thought that yep. was totally normal. So, yeah. you know, we started having lessons on, look, you know, you, you, you may or may not be here forever. And if you're not going to be here forever, rest assured, somebody's going to call me about your next job opportunity. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how to do this the right way. And once we did that, we didn't have the 5 a.m. text anymore. Because well, that throws I, a huge wrench in your day when that happens. Oh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a problem. 
Uh, yeah, I definitely think our listeners have had the bad Monday mornings or like they don't get the text. They just get ghosted. I've had many of those. But I think there's also this really beautiful thing where we can talk to somebody at an interview or at an onboarding meeting or at a 90 day review. And we can say, tell us what you want out of this job. Mm -hmm. Give us your shopping list. What are the skills that you'd like to develop to be able to become an electrician or a mm-hmm. real estate investor, or, mm-hmm. you know, like they have these dreams and at Jeff Lex Connors, we celebrate those dreams and we help them build out this roadmap while they're getting paid to reach those dreams. And sometimes it happens where they stay longer, but you know, I still have 120% turnover rate. So I'm looking forward to incorporating more of that into my, uh, into our, you know, into our culture. Martha, I'm sorry you weren't here. She's going to listen to this. Yeah. And be like, oh, I have so many things to say. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about culture all day. That'd be great. Yeah, we could talk yeah. about culture all day. Um, Michelle, do you? That's it. I'm done. So we can wrap it up. I'm ready to start looking at homework, I think. Okay. <laughs> wow. Let's do it. All right. Is there anything we didn't hit on that you guys are like, but super tech, you missed the mark. It does this thing. Yeah. There was one point I want to hit on that we were talking about investing in your technicians. And I think that we miss the many companies miss the point. If you're not, you send these guys, guys, girls, anybody, you send them out in the field unsupervised with your name, with your equipment, with your liability. And you're so exposed as a business owner. If you're not investing in your technicians to do the best job, your business can go sideways so easily every single day. So you, it would behoove you to invest in your technicians any way possible. And this is what we found was the best way that we could possibly do that. Yeah, I, I would, I agree with Larry. I'd like to add one thing. So what we see over and over and over, and I've been guilty of this personally, is most owners in a home service space are technicians at heart, and they always try to fix a human problem with a technical solution. Like mm. Susie's underperforming, so I'm going to buy her a new drill. Right. You know, or I, I bet if Bobby, you know, he keeps showing up late. Maybe if I bought him a new van, he'd be on time. Yeah, Like we see stuff like that all the time. And you have to understand that in a service business, the customers don't judge us on the technical work. I mean, they view that as a given. Like if I wash windows, they just assume any window washing company, rightly or wrongly, will give me clean windows. So what do they judge it on? they judge it on the behavior and the service experience that they get. Mm -hmm. So if we're not investing in the human side of our technicians and giving them the skills to do that, how are they supposed to make happy clients help us grow our business? So good. (laughs) And with that, we close the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Drop drop the mic. (laughs) And we're done. Um, that was, wow. Uh, I don't think I've cried in the show in a long time. Uh, that was incredible and really moving. And just thank you guys for being, for giving such a wonderful opportunity to the, the service industry to be able to train these technicians and train your team. And at this point, we will go ahead and do some homework. So you guys can kind of see how this format goes. You're more than welcome to add your pieces of homework at the end. For our listeners, we do want you to be accountable from listening to the show. Just like Super Tech University does their quizzes at the end of each week, we hold you accountable each week with some homework. So just know we're about to give you four to five pieces of homework. That is a lot. We do not want you to do all four to five. We just want you to choose one piece that speaks to you and is going to move the needle forward in your business this week. So 
as far as um, marketing homework goes, you know, we talked a lot about how really our technicians are the face of our company out in the field on a day to day basis. They are your marketers out in the field and relationship building is the most important piece of marketing that you can ever be able to teach your technicians. So I'm pretty sure I'm probably stealing everyone's homework, but if you don't have any type of soft skill training, if you don't have anything for your technicians to be able to get them comfortable, confident, and excited to be out in the field and working with your clientele, please give Super Tech University a look and please look into their system because it's something that can be so easily implemented as Megan talked about today and really covers all four areas that we talk about on the show. So that's, I'm pretty sure I might've stole everyone's homework, like I said, but I'm really moved by what you guys have spoken about today. And I'm even going to be doing my own homework today. So thank you. Yay. I love it. You thank totally you. did steal my homework, but <laughs> I'm going to tweak it a little bit because this isn't like, you know, us on the show, this isn't a commercial saying you have to use super tech university. No. You could build out your own soft skill training. I would ask you why. And the, the challenge I'm going to have you do, because maybe you're like me, I thought I was smart. I had soft skill training at onboarding. We were doing 10 hours of soft skill training for every new hire. Here's, here's where it fell apart. We did it once at hire. What do they remember from week one? Nothing. <laughs> so I want you to do a self-check audit assessment. So let's, I'm going to assume that you have prioritized as an owner communication training with your team, because that it all comes down to communication. All these frustrations that we have as owners almost always are based on communication, not on technical training. So I'm gonna assume that as an owner listening to this, you've, you've prioritized that communication training, but I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you invested in your team and you taught them a new skill related to communication? When was the last time you talked about conflict re resolution? When was the last time you talked about building them up as a person, developing skills that they could take home to their family. So I want you to do that audit first and just see, like, was it when you hired them? Probably, that's how it was with me when I hired them. And I'm gonna challenge you, okay, so change that tomorrow. Tomorrow, have your own little five minute toolbox talk about your top pain point in your company right now. Just talk about it with them. Spend five minutes, go through that Jeremy Brooks experience where he had to call our company six times to get his windows clean. Mm. And once you start talking about that, not because you're beating up your team because they suck and they did a bad job, but because you as the owner realize you've maybe failed them by not investing in them in this way, I feel like that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where we start seeing huge improvements in our company. And then you can do Tay's homework. I'm going to challenge you. Don't go create 825 videos. They're not going to be good. Mark, and you have way better things to do. Just hire Eric and Larry to do them for you. Yay. But first, you have to figure out how to build this in, how to prioritize this within your company. So I want you to do the audit first. When was the last time you did this kind of training? And then I want you to fix it tomorrow because it's a super easy fix. You just got to carve out five minutes and talk about it. Cool. And before I do my homework, Eric, I saw your message. You have a hard stop. So I want to say goodbye to you and thank you. So you can bounce. We'll keep Larry. Uh, we'll help yeah, you yeah, hostage keep, for yeah, a couple yeah, more I'm minutes. Sorry. Well, hold on a, to him, but thank you. I have you, a client you, that needs thank, me. No, I understand. I, thank you so much thank for your Thank you guys time. so much. I really appreciate you Good inviting. to see you. And we'll hold thank on you. and we'll do my homework right. next. Thanks, Eric. Thank you.
Okay, beautiful. I just didn't want Eric to be stuck here if he needed to run. So, okay. And my systems homework is I want everybody in your company to take the disk profile again. If you haven't taken it recently or you don't have it documented somewhere or there's not a place in your company where it's listed or it's not part of your hiring process, even more so important to add that to your process so that you know who your winners are and who your high level performers are. Cause you're going to start seeing the pattern. Just like you mentioned, Larry, you're going to start seeing that you have the same people. Megan, I think mentioned it in her team. She hires the same kind of person every time. Um, yep. So I'm going to put a free link um, to Tony Robbins landing page. It's a free disc profile. It's the only free one I've been able to find. So that's oh, your homework. That one I can share system. with you as well. Oh, okay. Larry, great. Yeah, grab, yeah. we'll grab yours, please. Absolutely. And then so can I throw, we're going to go to you, Larry, for homework next. I'm going to throw in my <laughs> link for Super Tech University because Larry and I sorted out a special deal where oh. he's not going to give me any money and he's not going to give me any credit, but he's going to yes. pass on all of my discounts to you listeners. So oh, cool. um, this does say affiliate, which kills my soul. I hate that it says affiliate, <laughs> but know that Larry and I already sorted it out and uh, you're just going to get whatever discount he would have given me to whoever yep, used it. Absolutely. So, that's beautiful. There. I love it. I love it. Larry, do you have any homework you'd like to share? Yeah, I, I do. Cause this is how we were coming up with the system. We were having multiple problems. So think of the five things that happen consistently in your business that drive you nuts and come up with the reason why they're a problem. Because the why mm. is the big thing that Eric communicates well, that we don't stop and tell our technicians. So come up with the five things, to explain why it's a problem and tell your team, stand up in front of a meeting and tell them and, see if that makes a difference because generally it will. And, and if that works, I mean, if you want to come up with all the whys every single day, that'd be a challenge, <laughs> but if that works, go to Megan's, Megan's link and um, sign up and it'd be, you can get the why every single day and it'll make a big difference in your system. It's great. And I think as owners, we stink at giving the why. We don't have the time oh. or the patience to give the yeah, why. Stop so, and yep. That's a nice thing that Eric will do the why for you. So yeah. Exactly. A reminder, you guys are, we only want you to do one piece of homework. So choose the one that felt most compelling, that felt easiest or felt most dramatic or choose one, get it done. And we'll see you next week and we'll give you more homework. Woohoo! Awesome. Well, Larry, if there's a way that someone from the listener group wants to get in touch with you or Eric, what is the best way for them to get into contact with y'all? The best you can email us, Larry at supertechu.com, super T E C H U.com or Eric, E R I C Eric at supertechu.com. You can see us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, just connect. And we, we post things all the time. We try and, you know, our sales is education based selling. So, just educate people out there how you could benefit yourself and, or how we can help you. And that's how we do business. It goes really well. Awesome. 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 Great. And we always finish our day with a quote. So Larry, I found one that I really liked and it says, regardless of our title or years of experience, we can learn from each other through through mentoring, pardon me. And by being open to learn, we can reach our ultimate potential. Love that one. Lily Benjamin said that. So enjoy everybody. And thank you all so much for joining us at Fight Club. Larry, thanks so much. Please tell thank Eric to say so much. bye. Yep. <laughs> and have a great day, everybody. Have a good day. Go fight. Keep fighting, everybody. See you all next week. Bye. With Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. 
Facebook.com/slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for business.